0: Welcome back to The Basement, boys and girls. You are now tuning into Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I am your host, Kevin, as usual. You may be looking at the uh, time indicator on this one and going, holy fuck, Kevin, two hours? What have you done? I said, well, it's the end of the year. We have a lot to say. Uh, specifically in this one, um, this is our Best of DC uh, podcast. It's certainly not the the, the uh, ranking or anything of Best of DC. It, it is, in fact, some of the Best of DC uh, music, pretty much all we had time for. Uh, And uh, so, you know, we took our time. Invited Paul Vodra from Hometown Sounds down here. uh, Bryce Rudeau from Random Nerds. And Quinn, uh, who is of the universe or above the bayou. Whichever you want to pick your your point of origin there. Um, And, you know, these are all people that are intricately involved in D.C. And beyond that, uh, love this town as much as I do. Uh, You know, I've been here for about eight years now and watch the scene continue to grow and grow as we a site has continued to grow and grow um, and uh, this year was no exception in fact it was there was just an explosion of music um, and like I said we only we only can touch on a little bit of it but I employ check out Paul's podcast uh, look at what Bryce is doing go to shows at Quinn's. you will see all of this um, in person uh, but right now you get to listen to it So what we're going to do is the first part of the podcast, say first hour and 15 minutes, uh, is us sort of playing some of our favorite artists, giving you a little taste of that. Uh, Then we're going to talk about one specific artist. Uh, I will spoil that as Beauty Pill, uh, because we didn't talk about Beauty Pill this year or review the album, and we sort of don't now. There's a lot of gushing by (laughs) the time we get to that point. Um, And then we're going to uh, talk a little bit about... Uh, what we would like to see in the DC music scene going forward in 2016 and then you're out you can get up, you can leave, you can go home you can sleep on the couch, whatever whatever you gotta do um, so that's what's gonna happen, so since it is a long one I'm gonna get out of the way right now, so here you go this is episode number 145 of Chung the Podcast where we're giving to you some of the best music to happen in DC in
1: 2015 it happens here and it finishes here two men enter
0: one man email. Nearly a two word review just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up and I don't need to it. That right there
1: is a, a logical thousand.
2: No, oh, I don't think I can have root beer anymore.
3: The <laughs> spiked root beer is just too sweet. It, you drink wine and you're, it's
4: way
2: oh, too yeah, so yeah.
3: much. Uh,
4: at the uh, draft house, they have that and vanilla ice cream as a dessert option. Okay, that and, I can fuck with that. And,
3: if you're already yeah. going in for the dessert. It's yeah. like a dessert. Exactly. Yeah.
0: You guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Zertalk. <laughs> <laughs> some of uh, DC's luminaries. Uh, no, I'm in the basement right now with uh, Quinn. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's good to be. Back. I, I was worried about you, bro. Like I couldn't like like <laughs> you. I couldn't. Uh, in this. I don't mean this. I couldn't like poke you or anything. Like, well, what like my self worth means nothing anymore. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, Mr. Vodra. Hello, sir. It's, it has been a while since you've been down here on a mic. I think exactly a year. Exactly a year. Best
4: of 2014.
0: Uh, if you don't know, if you're listening to this, Paul runs Hometown Sounds, uh, which is the first best podcast in, in D.C. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give it that. Uh, you,
4: uh, what do you. What do you do? We, we talk about D.C. music, and we play it for you, and we make it really easy for you to hear what's going on in D.C., bi-weekly. Uh, it's on all the podcast apps and whatnot, and we got a website where we play a lot of music
0: videos and
2: just have a good old time. Tony giggles. Yes, yeah. <laughs>
0: way simpler than this bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> and <exactly>. way nicer <laughs> to, be, to be to be clear. <laughs> well, uh, and Bryce, how are you? Do, how you doing?
2: I'm good. It's been
0: I'm a back. while. Yeah, last time I saw you was uh, Future Music Coalition, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hope everything's been good. Hope you've been uh, can't complain keeping the jams tight. So uh, I saw you roll out liner notes today on the on the Random Nerds.
2: Liner notes are our newest series where we're trying to get musicians to write essays and you know in non-rhyming, non-catchy <laughs> form, <laughs> and hopefully they can make some money off it through patronizing.
0: What if they write it in a rhyming, catchy form?
2: That's a poem, and I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to blow up your model. No, it's I, cool. I you know,
2: it. we do haikus. We'll go everywhere.
0: Okay, good. Uh, we are we are down here uh, tonight. To, this is the end of the year. Uh, it snuck up on us. Uh, I really don't. I, I've said this past three podcasts. I don't know how we got here. Like, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden we are in like early December, and now we have to talk about this shit. Um, whereas a lot of sites are putting out lists. We are not about that. We stopped doing that last year. Uh, this is more of of the stuff that basically moved us and made us go like, hmm, like this is some really good stuff. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to Gus, like I haven't been, buddy. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, you know, DC is a. I think we can all say uh, agree it is a very diverse scene. It is only diversified, I think, more this year. Like as time goes on. Uh, we've also seen this year, a lot of stuff is sort of rising to the top as so what we can do is, uh, we leave our, our, uh, discord pass behind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, basically what we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to talk about, uh, some of the bands that we found awesome. We're going to play some tracks for you and you're going to enjoy it. And that's
2: it. You're going to like it.
0: You are going to like it. Uh, so, uh, what I want to do is I'm going to start with Quinn. All right. Uh, and Quinn, actually you, uh, you want to talk about Above the Bayou a little bit? Like
3: what you did in the scene this year, sure, I don't know if I did very much, but um it's been a good year we had uh let's see in twenty fifteen we did twenty seven shows mm. um so that's more than two a month uh that that's more than two a month and uh in a few months uh may and October, we did four shows a month yeah um and it's been good we're we're very much enjoying our break um and then we're gonna come back and uh go hard until we graduate and move away from this guy for to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I don't know if I'm kidding, but, um, yeah, it's been really good. I, uh, had the privilege of having some really fucking amazing bands playing in my living room. You did. Um, a lot of good local bands, mm-hmm. um, bands like big hush. Um, Ghost who you hear, sitcom who you will hear,
0: mm-hmm. stronger, sex you stronger, hear. Sex. stronger sex who you hear. stronger sex who you hear,
3: Young Rapids. We don't.
0: De- we're spoiling it all, man. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm spoiling <laughs> previewing it previewing all. it
3: all. A lot of the good local bands. A lot of the good touring bands. Uh, like Zula, uh, mm-hmm. who played twice, and they're playing next week actually at Capital Fringe, for the Young Rapids uh holiday party. Mm-hmm. So if anyone uh is around for that, highly recommended. Uh, we had uh this band from Philly called the Goodbye Party play, um, really sweet. I don't know how like kind of jangly folk rock. Uh, they're coming back in February. Nice, I'm very excited. And who else? You had there? Pirogue play. We had we had oh, Pirogue, yeah. pierog 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 pierog. Uh, that, that was that was a
0: Captain Awesome.
3: So yeah. So um, we had oh, and palm. I don't know if you guys have heard palm, yeah. but they played twice. And the most recent show we did, they played and pierog. Anthony pierog played, um, which was a huge privilege because I uh a, like two years ago I worked I interned at Cuneiform Records. Um, the kind of avant-garde jazz mm-hmm. label up in Silver Spring, and he's put out all his stuff. They put out Paul
0: Alto Dream, which we talked about last year, right?
3: The- um, and they put out the Janelle and Anthony record, and they they work with him pretty closely. Yeah. And uh, to go from just like you know, like reading emails about him and like hearing about him to having him play in my house is really a privilege. And he's he played with um, Ian McComb, uh the drummer and Mark Cisneros. and it was the the most talent I've had in my living room. Absolutely.
0: It, it it was as much as like I, I couldn't make it out because I was old. Right. It's like originally you had the showtime at 5 p.m. like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that yeah, was a mistake. But but, but as uh, uh, the whole time I was like I know he's playing right now and I'm kicking myself and I should do this. And, and Daria even punched me. She's like, "Why aren't you at Quinn's house?" And right. Said, it's <laughs> a, it's a shame
3: because um it was it was good and bad. It was basically sweet because um I would say like half the crowd cleared out before he what? went on. Which like, okay, like, like, fuck you guys for missing out on this. (laughs) But, but, like, it was, I enjoyed it more because there were, instead of there being like 60 people in my living room, there were just like, you know, 20, 25 of us just like watching him. And all the, it was almost completely dark and it was, it was
0: great. It was really good. (laughs) If you could have seen, he he played with one of men when they opened for the darkness. And if you could have, so the darkness obviously has a particular fan base. and But if you could have seen the eyes of all those people, like I turned around and actually uh, Alex Sheldon was there too. She turned around and like, look at these people watch after he just finished the song. There was like jaws drop. Like, what?
3: I mean, there is a reason he's the best guitarist in the city.
0: Like, well. Yeah. I mean, Andy Summers is like talking about him in interviews from the police, so it's not just the city. Right. And he he just did a residency in Brooklyn last weekend. Mm-hmm. He's we'll talk
3: about. It. But that was last year. <laughs> we'll talk about it, yeah. We're gushes.
0: So 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 what what do, you, what do you want to offer up as your first pick here?
3: Um I think uh we'll start with Ghosh. Okay. Um Gosh is a band. There are seven members. Um I don't think it started as like a they weren't I don't think they started as like a serious band. I think they we're just like oh, we're let's just hang out and play music. And we have like a few songs lying around, and then now they're doing like a six-day tour and, uh, at the end of the month, and uh, they're kind of touring around. There, I mean, I don't know if they're doing anything serious, but they're playing Bathtub Republic on New Year's Eve and so oh, like really, that. yeah. Um, so they kind of have a it's a punk. They're a punk band, but I don't. They have kind of a like retro vibe to them yeah. almost, um, kind of like. Riot girl vocals are like cringe at using that mm. description. And then they their guitars are like, I don't know, like Link Ray almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so
0: what, what about this jumped out for you?
3: I think part of it was that it um, was the vocals and the kind of force of it um, coming out. And I don't know if any band really sounds like them kind of coming out of D.C. We that, Maybe that's up for debate. Debate. Um, they are They are all in other bands, like mm-hmm. more popular bands. That it's a super group. It is, it, it is a base. The Traveling Mulberries of the DC Punkers. Yes. Season. Thank you, Bryce. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Fuck you, they, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They kind of are. Um, Perry does Teen Liver. Um, Danielle is a drummer and priest. Um, Mary, who just moved to uh, Providence because she is now the new ba- bass player in Downtown Boys. Um, Lori was in Foul Swoops and Dudes. Um, I
0: love that band Fell swoops. Like, uh, yeah. awesome.
3: So like it's like it's like you're like garage all the good like all these great gr- garage and punk bands kinda in one. All right.
0: Yeah. So let's hear it. Uh right. this is uh gauche History. Gauche. It's gauche. gauche. God, you know this is not facts based, but <laughs> These are these flashes of like unintentional brilliance. <laughs> you should start a website for that. <laughs> and uh it is. It's called thederpist.com. That's that's actually a real thing. Um so uh yeah, so they've you said they played your house. They did.
3: Uh yeah. Um I thought that we talked about this online, I'm sure we'll talk about the rest uh-huh. of the podcast, but uh there were a lot more DC uh releases i thought that i paid attention to this year than last year yeah um maybe that's because i was just paying attention more um we also talked about whether there were better releases this year or last year um we were that was still up in the air um but i think that this is one of the better ones because it isn't trying too hard it's not i do like i really i respect artists who like we were talking about before who really fucking go for it Mm -hmm. and are like all right we're gonna do this and I respect artists a lot who are just like, I just made this and like we're gonna play at TV shows and yeah. we're not gonna do anything serious. It's the middle crowd where they're like, Oh, we like we really wanna be big, but we're gonna like not really Like you we're know. gonna whine about yeah, it. Yeah. That's oh. where I get lost a little bit. And I don't think these guys these guys aren't like trying nah. to land a record deal for Ghosh. They're not trying to be like, you know, they're like they're like having fun with it and people are responding to it well. Uh, and I respect that a lot.
0: You, you know, you know. Actually, what's great about this track for me and Paul, you might be able to step in here because this is sort of an age-dependent thing. The Athens scene uh, back in the early early eighties had a lot of this weird stuff. There's a lot of surf stuff like pylon, early B52s, and stuff. And to hear this like coming up now, because. I, I think like the DC scene right now is sort of broiling and it's get, it's like there's you're sitting, stuff is popping up and really good stuff is popping up. One band, I'm going to revisit this metaphor uh, for a band we're going to talk about later, uh, but to hear that instead of a lot of what we were hearing, I was like, oh, that's
3: nice. Yeah, it's a little something, a little something different. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it is coming from a place where a lot of people, those other bands kind of fall more in line with Mm -hmm. a more traditional DC sound Um, but it's not like it's not hardcore punk and it's not like this kind of newer poppy electronic thing that's going on Um, yeah that's kind of why I like it Right, and they're good people yeah
0: yeah, that's important Uh, Paul speaking of that
3: poppy
4: electronic thing that's going on my pick is Babo Baggins yes which I just love saying (laughs) Barf Troop (laughs) Babo Baggins of Barf Troop I mean, it's just—it's ridiculous.
0: Is Barstube going to get the same uh, disrespect that Diarrhea P- Planet does for the name?
4: They—they they should, but no, well, they shouldn't. That's different. It's different okay. because okay. they're like of the Nickelodeon age. I mean, when I hear yeah. that, I sort of think about—I think like, more Odd Future, slime, wolf gang, slime or something. Yeah, then. totally. Yeah. So they met on Tumblr, which is. How, does, how do you even meet people on Tumblr? I don't even we know. blogs. I'm so, I'm
2: so old.
4: I don't understand.
2: Olds versus young. Yeah, I, really. I, I literally only use Tumblr for porn. That's <laughs> the only thing I use Tumblr and for And I don't think they met. <laughs> I don't think we, these young girls met. Is, that a, new, is porn. that a new band? Tumblr for porn? Yeah, they opened up for uh, DIY. I was just saying porn. <laughs> <laughs>
5: wow. <laughs> um,
0: anyways.
4: Yes. So, Babo Baggins. She's young. She's, I think, she's about twenty-one, and um, uh, she put together this this group, and they all collaborate over the internet. She lives here, and other people live far away, so they all collaborate over the internet on this stuff. Um, They've put out releases together. This is her solo release, but that has other members Mm -hmm. of Barf Troop on it. I just, I, I think the production is really interesting, and it's fun. It's up tempo. Um, I really like her style of rapping, which is that sort of. Very quick, but also very laid back sounding. Um, I really dig that. And, and so as Kevin said, I do I do a podcast and every once in a while I meet somebody and they're like, hey, I like your podcast. And I sort of am thinking, wait, do you really like my podcast? Are you just saying that because you know that I make one? Or, and so I, I figured out, the way to find out if they really actually like my podcast is to say, well, who have we played recently that you liked? Yeah. Because we'd like to play a really wide variety of stuff. Um, and we don't expect everybody to like everything, obviously. And that has actually been the the feedback that I've gotten the most uh, is, is that people really like the Babo Baggins. And they're yeah. like, wow, this is really different. And I, I'm so happy you turned me on to this thing. So did, did you go
2: to Trelectro by any chance? I did not. So I got to see she played there. She played oh. the the 932 stage, and I was um I was backstage, and it was really funny. She is, seems like the sweetest girl because right before she went on, a she freaked out because uh, Dram went by, and she was like, Oh my god, hold on, I gotta yeah. like go take a picture. <laughs> then she did like a quick little like huddle with her friends, like we're doing this, and like literally skipped up the hill away oh. from backstage to do it, and just oh. like had a, a cult following around her. They had super soakers. I mean, it was it was an interesting, interesting performance to watch.
4: I'm really bummed I missed that. I, <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, you see people in, like, gauche, for example, Priest, teen Lip. I mean, these bands play, like, a lot. You get a lot of chances to see them, but, like, Babel Baggins does not book all that many shows. No.
3: Maybe I'll uh, book <laughs> Oh, my God.
4: I'm,
0: we'll talk. This, this is talk. why <laughs> you're a fucking superhero. That but, uh... You guys want to hear the song?
4: Yes, from the album Positive. This song is called Team.
6: This I hadn't from the, the cameras and mob of Cynthia. I'm a because all y'all niggas boring, so I killed the game of red and
5: blue. Started in some pipes Heard your new shit, nigga hated it. You convinced the critics we were better than the rapper shit, nigga we made it. So now I'm downtown with my day one niggas. Getting faded, getting asked if I ever get tired of true running shit. I know you hate it. Doing four by four is two up and two down. I still got two more. Giving no fucks to who never loved us, bout who never wanted to hear us. Worst way to behave. Go to the charge No room for you on this metal plate. Doing numbers off the backboard. And you draw blanks off the side court. Court court, court. court, court,
6: court, court. Bring the horns in. Super chef, yeah, you know I cook it up. Make these bitches eat the words. Yeah, you know i serve it up. And you know I'm a recruit. And you know just what we do. Take your names and say no gang, every yeah, ring the beats Special delivery, you been waiting for it We baking pots and pans so you bitches can't ignore it Like, here you go, it's time to cook it up You been stewing for a long time, time to serve it up Full plate, come and get it, yeah, you know I got seconds for you And thirds, nigga, fuck what you heard Bar true, real shit, keep you lanes to the curb See, I said I'm trying to get thick i mean real good and I'm getting good dick My nigga, he be brainy, my nigga be a scholar Writing essays with the pussy like I kick him off the roster Yeah, I said I'm trying to get thick i mean real good like I didn't leave the country Corbin for the cake, send
5: greens for my sanity the food for the soul, but I mean you would be proud of me Ready? Five, from Fuck a giant baby hear the boogie man come Micromise for Wouldn't matter if you're red, Nigga got a couple bands Got a string he can strum Tell a hate and hoe Get some dreams and aspirations Eating better than these bitches No reservation Flip a fucking coin Just to choose a vacation Flip my fucking shit If you fuck up my rotation Quadruple penetration Yes, I'm fucking all you niggas up BT go hard No powder puff But a bitch dikier than buttercup I'm buttered up On that money diet Bourbon chicken samples Niggas always trying it Lindsay Glow hand Always Freaky Friday Coming up over us Not like
4: Please. Yeah, Babe Baggins. Sick, Baggins. Yeah. I think it's funny too because I. So everybody in Barf Troop has a, a Babe name. There's Babe <laughs> Simpson. I can't remember what the other ones are. And obviously, this is from Bilbo Baggins, but she spells it B-A-B-E-O. And then I think if you look at it like that, it could be Babio. And I so, thought
2: Babio. Yeah. yeah.
4: And so then she, I think she's changed it B-A-E-B-O, like Bay. Ah. That's and now it, the pronunciation makes sense.
2: Well, I mean,
0: th- I think that's part of the fluid nature of like not only the the collective, but also like what they're doing. Like, it doesn't need to be, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I, I don't think there's any like hard branding going on in this. I, I
2: don't know if you remember when Odd Future first came out. They kept naming whenever there were like eight of them, and whenever two of them would pair off, they like make up another name. Yeah, and there was even there's a great Tyler the Creator, Earl Sweatshirt song where he's like Odd Future. Wolf Haley Rob like you realize he forgets what he's called themselves for that and he's like it's just us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: So yeah. there you go. I hope you so dug that. Yeah. It. it was fun. Um, so. I I'm happy that I'm happy that we heard that. <laughs> um yes. Quinn may have figured out something. Just because I
0: uh, traditionally don't listen to that mm-hmm. kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, right. I really I enjoyed it a lot. Awesome.
0: Well, that, that's all. That, that's sort of why we hang out, but it's also why podcasts like Paul's exist. And, a, and anybody doing it is like, if you just explore, man, right? You just want to get those songs into your
3: ears. I mean, I feel like
0: <laughs> I ruined your life giving you the Boston LP. <laughs> um, you ruined my roommate's
3: life.
2: <laughs> uh, Maddie has to love that.
3: No, I mean, um, our needle's broken, so thankfully we haven't listened to it in a while. But
2: <laughs> just you're just case. taking your no, time. I really,
3: so I really, God. I you, you saved me. Uh, in a lot
0: of ways. All right. <laughs> wow. She <laughs> just got emotional. <laughs> Through the third uh, stage. i uh, to kick it over to you, Bryce. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to talk about a guy who, uh, this little producer friend of ours.
2: So, uh, Louis Weeks, uh, I know because of you. Oh. You, um, I would say Lindsay Hogan, who writes Ram Nerds and yeah. does photography yeah. around here. And um, was it Marcus Moore? So, yeah, Marcus Moore. Marcus mm-hmm. Moore did another one. And I just kept not hearing him until all of you simultaneously interviewed or wrote about him and listened to Haha, ha And, um, he is a producer, multi-instrumentalist v- singer. I mean, just the kind of guy that blows you away. Mm-hmm. And I finally got to see him live. I think at paper house for the first time. And he has this ability throughout his album and live to go from moods to genres and s- swims through all of them. Mm-hmm. So amazingly, um, that I, I tried to think about the influences on this record, and I was like, "There's Interpol, there's Kishibashi." Yeah, there's- he has
0: a Rolodex full of idioms that are just—he like he just. Hits and it,
2: it. it's very cool because he's he's kind of more taken aback, like introverted than I would have expected, <laughs> yeah. and he's a really shy, like nice guy. I Got to yeah. talk to him afterwards, and then you see him play, and he is a force. Yeah, um, I love his drummer. His drummer plays um, basically in the jazz style and mm-hmm. plays mm-hmm. cymbals as much as he does drums. There's a few songs where he's literally just. Playing high hats and rides, which I think is really cool. Haha um, ha was his album this year. He also came out with a instrumental album, an ambient music album. Uh, yeah. a month ago, six weeks ago.
0: It
4: was like a couple weeks ago. Well, really, yeah. And yeah. so
0: yeah. which um, made actually that made my year. Like I, I can't even like I I I know Louie a little bit. And I emailed mm-hmm. him. I was just like, so you need to watch Miracle Mile maybe with Anthony <laughs> Edwards, and and fuck you you channeled tangerine dream this is amazing and i sent it he doesn't know this but i i, I sent it to like some pr people i was just like you're going to like this mm-hmm. and i sent it them they're like oh my
2: god this it's is... it's great he sent it he was nice he facebook messaged me it before and i lit i put it on i wrote like a really good article and i wrote him back and i was like this was you like you got me in the right headspace yeah. like thank you it's been awesome, but so uh, the song is "Yourself Away." It's the lead track on "Haha." Ha. It is, I think, a really good representation of one of the things he is really good at. Yeah. But if you listen to that album, you'll hear that Interpol song that people you don't know. I mean, you'll hear some very uh, varied things. "Haha" ha is supposed to be kind of a binary-ish album, mm-hmm. but "Yourself Away" is hooks me. All
0: right, well, let's hit it. This is uh, "Yourself Away" off of uh, Louis Weeks Ha "Haha." Right, so Louis Weeks, uh, yourself away off, haha. I mean, uh, this is one of three albums that we're going to be talking about today that are actually going. We're going to be talking about on our year-end best of. It deserves it. Yeah, it's it's I I, you know I said I jumped out of my chair when I heard it like back in uh, this time last year, and it. I've played it for friends like my friend in Roadkill Ghost Choir Andrew uh, and he you know got a little like emotional like as you will mm-hmm. it, the, the The talent you know we've talked to Louie twice on this and the last time it was Louie and Noah Berman who actually did the, just the instrumental thing the talent just contained in, in those two and honestly uh, Steve from uh, Stranger in the Alps he's, he's sort of part of that crew uh, Louie produced his album um, you know it there's there's a lot to be said for for trying to do do your art pure. And I think I think this this little crew of people are, are seriously doing it pure.
2: And uh, we brought this up off mic, but I'm excited. He's producing Fellow Creatures uh, album. Yeah. And I'm I'm very intrigued to see that how that's gonna be. He says it's gonna be great and I I believe him. I think
3: <laughs> everyone knows that this dude should be like selling nine thirty club. Oh know? without like, a doubt. Yeah. Like, and I kind of believe that he will. Yeah. He's a cream will rise. Maybe in the next five years. Like, like I think if he, I think he's doing, doing the right, doing the right stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously the talent and music.
0: Yeah. And it's hard because I mean, so he makes his living like making music. Like, so people who are out here being like, yeah, you can just make this. Like, no, I mean, he's, he's studied. He is, he, his profession is, is this is why he's so good at it. Because he knows what the fuck to
4: do. Yeah, when you do it as your day job, yeah, and then do it. But at the
0: same time, it's like he he at some point apparently found that he had something to say. I I think this uh, I don't know if I've I've said this on the podcast before, but uh, it's very comparable to uh, Sturgill Simpson's career, where if you heard his first High Top Mountain, and then the album count that that year, like if you only heard. the album that everybody knows him for then you would be like oh yeah yeah you know? which a lot mm-hmm. of people did just hear louis now because mm-hmm. of haha ha. uh but they're such companion pieces and then it, it's it's just like a little brick and it's an addition into this like catalog that that now i like make a, i actually have a playlist that is just shift away and haha ha, and and those different Moods like
2: well, even in interviews for this album, he's he seemed confident, he seemed to have a message, yeah. he seemed to have mm-hmm. a point, it seemed to have a, a general theme, and because of that, it that makes the whole album feel very purposeful,
0: yeah.
4: And we should mention that both that album and the ambient album are pay what you want downloads on Bandcamp, they are. In fact, we actually should mention that.
0: And, and you were saying, you know, a wonderful conversation, the
3: great, great conversation,
0: great, great, great conversation.
3: I, I, the first time I heard that because I heard uh Alvar Alto. I remember I met Louie at uh, The Lot. I don't know if you've ever been to show yeah. there. But back when it was in Northeast. Yeah. Um, where, where it was better over there. But it's um, <laughs> a different story. Back when it was um, good. Back when it was good. Um, but I met him through Steve, who I met through, you know, anyway. Um, but uh, I met him and I was like, oh, Louie Weeks, this dude, like hell yeah and i like, heard alvarado it just come out and I was all about it but like he i was like oh yeah he like name drops pavement in the song I'm like this yeah. dude's so cool <laughs> that's um, what got
0: daria into it yeah
3: yeah and but then i was like oh man this is incredible and then um he i was like hey come play on the radio and he did with noah just those two yeah. and they play. he played great conversation um and i never heard it before but you've been hyping the album to me you're like oh i can't or I
0: can't send it to you, but like, Yeah,
3: no, no. But, it, which for good reason. For good reason. Yeah. But you were like, oh, like like wait till you hear this shit. And I was all about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it it's funny too because uh that show, uh well, he played with the uh, Alamo and that's what hooked Daria in. And that was actually uh it's one of the best interviews we've done on this podcast. Like with, both times that, that we've done with Doc because he's a smart guy. Like essentially, if you come on to talk to people like and you have a lot to say, you're going. To, it's going to be entertaining for the listener. Uh, but we were actually the first time we saw him was uh, when I was talking to Franz Nikolai, which is also one of the best ones, which we did in Nick praise. That was right uh, when we, we just started did, hang out. Yeah, in Nick DePray's, uh bedroom at the Alamo, uh, who is now in North Country, who we're going to be talking about later. Uh, so it's a weird, it's
2: just a, it's just a synergy, man. It's like DC is a small town. Yeah,
0: DC is a very small town. Um, so uh, yeah, check out the Louis Weeks, and I guess that makes it my turn. Um, I had a lot of a lot of choices to make. There, we're gonna have to shout out a lot at the end of this episode <laughs> because there, a lot did happen in DC this year. Uh, but uh, this one was essentially an audible, and it, it was something that I had slept on for all year they played your house but twice three times yeah yeah Bryce was there one time uh yeah. they are all uh friends of friends uh i'm talking about stronger sex uh johnny fantastics uh latest and main project i think uh this is uh it, it's a uh from what i've seen at least it's a mix of of as much art as it is music but and that's initially what where I was like, oh, well, this is just a thing and stuff. And I just randomly, should you not, randomly just on Monday said, I'm going to download the EP. And I downloaded it. And I was like, holy fuck.
2: <laughs> I think it's really interesting. I, I had heard Johnny Fantastic as the, as the band Johnny Fantastic uh, years ago. I saw them at uh, the Dunes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great, opening, great venue. opening up for Sleepy Kitty. And um, I I heard him and I went, this dude, he was playing the same way he does in Stronger Sex to an audience of two people and I was like wow this guy has talent Like he just had charisma for days but I never got into Johnny Fantastic and then I heard whatever Stronger Sex is first Loves a Herring mm-hmm. I think is their first single and I went
3: that song is incredible oh yeah.
2: he figured out How to capture Johnny Fantastic. Yeah, I love this EP, this band.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So, uh, when I was listening to it, uh, it starts off with uh, a track called Temptation, goes into those directed eyes. And those are all good and fine, but the whole time you're like, man, there's some weird, simmering, just like, just weirdness and anger underneath that. And if, if he pays off on that, it does. And it pays off on the track Off the Deep End So that's what we're going to hear uh, So this is Stronger Sex uh, This is Off the Deep End uh, um, Strap in, kids <laughs> I wear to throw
7: all the punches Sometimes I want to take a swing myself Just to know like to be part of the strongest sex. Who? What does he know, anyway? I see you hang off that skinny little weenie boy's under. And i this one just like I do Come with me. Back entrance over there Just dump these chumps and Times when everything is organized and clean, it makes you want to scream and burst into their laughter. But I
6: keep my
7: cool eye, We'll up into the attic and go. Dust
2: clouds for the air, the attic starts to disappear and shine. This kid needs. Just a, a grant. He, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does. <laughs> uh, th- so I, I'm going to name some names now that might uh, offend fans of indie rock, but fuck <laughs> it. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, you know Freddie Mercury, Queen, uh, Matt Bellamy of Muse. Um, this is I, I've often said that the the biggest hook you can have as a band is is your vocals because no matter what as a person you're going to react to a person's voice and Johnny Fantastic can fucking sing mm-hmm. and you feel it and you no matter what he's doing and, I, and I, I've been bouncing around his catalog now and I'm like holy shit well,
2: he has that natural vibrato yes. in almost every note he hits whether it's falsetto or not but it's, it's not even
0: a natural vibrato it's a natural vibrato and knowing when he needs to bring the drama in mm-hmm. and that instinct is fucking star material. And this is, uh, you know, and Quinn, you can attest to this more than anybody here. Like this is not my wheelhouse at all, but this is, right. one, of, this is but, one of my favorite fucking things I've heard this year. But I, you really like, you really like Sylvan um, Yeah. Well, and I, I think that so they,
3: they do good. similar things in some it's ways.
0: It's interesting you bring that up because, so, uh, I, I like it for the same reason. If you, it, I don't care what you use as an instrument. If you infuse like all the heart you have into it, and you can tell that,
2: then you're good. See, but I think the difference between those two bands, though, is that Sylvanesso is obviously hip hop oriented. Like there's the, the, that style, there, that Atlanta hip hop style, is present in there. And where Stronger Sex, I think, almost steals from musical theater. I oh, think it absolutely. Does. And I think that's the fun balance they do. Right, is, and yeah.
3: it's you can see it in his uh, performance. Mm-hmm where he's wearing like face makeup and there are balloons like tied to his beard. And (sighs) right. Like, like like, that's the kind of performance that it's, it's, it's not a gimmick. Like that is, that is like a extenuate That's like an extension of art and, and your performance. It's like, you're not just doing this to like, like have like people take flash pictures of you. You're doing it because this is an expression of what you want to express to the audience. And that is the best parts of performance. I think
0: it's the best part of music. Like if you do that, like we we're going to do a rock school music, it's going to be me, Marcus and Casey. Which you can hang out. <laughs> <laughs> um but but uh if you do that, like you're going to make it. You're going to like I, I know he's he's playing a show a small you're going to make it. Somebody eventually is going to be like or enough people, let me put it that way. Are going to be like, "Yes. Yes, yes that please. that is that is what we as people are about."
2: he's he's one opening slot away he just put him with who would I, who would i pair him with put him with Sylvanessa. yeah i mean he'd they'd steal those people they they will talk to the people <laughs> you know the people i do <laughs> i do know the people make it happen uh, uh all right so
0: stronger sex quinn what you got
3: all right so my second and i guess uh ultimate track here is uh this band sitcom um basically jake lazavik uh who is my who's my age um he grew up in Potomac, Maryland, played a bunch of shows uh, around D.C. Now goes Mica uh, Micah in Baltimore Art School. Uh-huh. Um, he's also in Foozle, which is oh, probably yeah. my favorite local band ever. Um, they, I think they just write really beautiful, simplistic songs. Um,
0: did you say, I think they shred really beautiful? I don't know. Just right now. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Then we're, did you write? <laughs> I thought, I thought he said, I think they shred... I,
3: I, no, I think they write really okay. great just I, I like was say, that's a
0: graceful. Music.
3: I think <laughs> I think um out of all like there's this weird uh kind of uncomfortable phenomenon of like bedroom pop appearing mm. in like the Northeast. I don't know. Car mm-hmm. seat headrest is on right, right there. Right, but also band like even like Frankie Cosmos and those mm-hmm. kind of bands, that came out of that. And I think that Jake does it the best out of all of them. I think he has this he has he combines a natural songwriting ability with just this weirdness and like this acceptance or like a lack of acceptance of social norms, especially when you meet him. Um, and he's great. Like I've seen him play sitcom sets, full band, him on guitar, and you know, full band. I've seen him play sitcom sets, play at my house with just him on keyboards. Yeah, I've seen him play uh, his just vocals in a MacBook. I've seen him do it all, and I think um, a full band is the best. But uh, he 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 is like a he is attuned to his own radar i don't know what like he's he's like he's like honed in on his own person like his his own style and he does really well and i think that's what a lot like johnny clearly does that yeah. Stronger yeah um i think louis does that uh it sounds like babo baggins does that like they're not like are
0: the people we're talking about they're it's just like rocking they're
3: like rocking shit in their wheelhouse they're not yeah. trying to like pull in like
0: which is so how you win. Right. They're not <laughs> so.
3: it's so how you win. They're not being like, oh yeah, like we really
0: like Can's third album. Um that <laughs> it, ma- it, it's essentially like actually you know, we were talking about Silver Nessa, but like Nick and I brought it up when we were talking and this is two episodes ago now, like just make shit that you like. Right. And, and when I, and the people that do, like you find out like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
3: And I think Jake does that. And while I do prefer Foozle, and they do have a new album coming out next, um, year called Romantic Comedy which is funny because his other band's called Sitcom Yeah, uh, <laughs> I do Sitcom I do like this album a lot it's called What's Up and the song is called um, Ginger Ale alright right. did let's they
2: use it. a laugh track
3: um, <laughs> I don't know I haven't heard it yet but I, that would be that would
0: be kind of great alright Ginger Ale Sitcom let's go
3: Uh, no, I, was, <laughs> I was looking
4: all of their, not press, but like their Bandcamp page and their Facebook page. They all say Paul's Baltimore. Like, Paul's going to start beef. They, all say Baltimore. Okay. So, yes. So, what is the deal? So, Jake
3: do? lives in Baltimore now. <sighs> um, okay, no, just kidding. <laughs> the thing is, he, we, he, we aren't your podcast, Paul. <laughs> he, <laughs> I know. I know. He <laughs> is from D.C., he right. grew up in D.C., he's been playing shows here in D.C., he still plays as a local in D.C., um, he goes to school in Baltimore. Does he get
2: mad that we can't vote?
3: uh he should okay good but, that's fine <laughs> um, i um uh but so yes technically he is pro- he resides in baltimore so i know that's a stretch it's 40 minutes away but um it's not like he he's never been here like he his roots are here he <laughs> he's
0: taking the mark train
3: he when he put out the Foozle record he lived here he
0: plays oh, wait, so we can, can we put hollow notes on this podcast by those rules oh
3: my
2: god. <laughs> You guys, this, this, this Dan Deacon dude out of D.C. is awesome. Oh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Paul and it's played GW once, and Kevin was like, I'm just going to be lurking around your campus like yeah. <laughs> with binoculars like looking for them. Yep. I did um, that at
2: Georgetown when Bernie Sanders was there. I was like, do you know anyone that looks like me with a student ID? <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, so, okay, half D.C., half Baltimore. I'll give it to you. Yeah. All right. um,
0: but wouldn't he, end up on your podcast, Paul. No.
3: No, oh, but we have played Fuzel before, so that that's that's good because that was made here, right. which is fine. Right. Um, so yeah, I guess there is that asterisk here. Um, but I, I, he's one of those guys where like you know like he's played in my house a few times and I like, know him, but we're not you know it's not we're not we don't hang out. But I admire him from afar, and I'm like, <laughs> you are like this like artist that I wish I was, <laughs> and uh, you make good music, and I think he does that, and I think he. Um, is one of those people who um, is not about the hype, um, and I, and he just could give a shit if like fucking you know. So he's gonna skip over all this. If oh, he, <laughs> he could give a shit if any blog wrote about him ever. Like he <sighs> he's he's he is expressing himself through his music. i He's also visual artist. I'm
2: gonna tweet t- 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 him a thousand times. <laughs> he is not. We're hyping you so really. hard right now.
3: Anyway, that's <laughs> the that's hype the Jay Glaswick story. Um, he uh, he's. Makes great music. All right, Paul. So, up. my
4: pick is C Knuckle. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the. I have been listening to the Chunky Glasses podcast now for a little while, and I, I, this is this You've is been for a while. Uh, this is the difference between you and me, dude. <laughs> you love albums, yeah, and I, and I love singles, and I. That like, that is yes, that that is, is I, a, uh I come from a background of being a DJ. I yes. would love to be a DJ again. So what I am thinking about is the song and how this song goes with that song. Um, I think of the power of just an individual song. And that's one thing I've learned listening to Chunky Glasses is that you guys, you know, just go deep in the album and sometimes I'm like, I just can't think about <laughs> an album that hard. I just want to hear the songs I really love right. off the album, right. you know what I mean? So we're working on it. So, Sea Knuckle. <laughs> you will be assimilated. <laughs> no, it's it's going to have to rewire my brain. Yeah. But the Sea Knuckle album is like an album that I just love listening to from start to finish. They're guys out of, uh, I believe they're in Frederick, and that is definitely a stretch. For calling it DC, but no, I not
0: love as him. far as the next stretch we're going to take. To be but... fair,
2: Fred, their Frederick minor league baseball team, the Frederick Keys, are a DC pastime. Oh, that's awesome.
3: Yes. <laughs> that's totally cool. <laughs> I think Frederick identifies more DC than Baltimore. I agree with that, and I mean
4: it is a long way. Like I wouldn't necessarily go out to Frederick to see a show, but no, no I, way, no. Oh man! How do you but get actually, the 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 cool thing is that I I think the Seneca guys are involved with this arts space that took over like an old newspaper building in Frederick and they like mm-hmm. graffitied it and they they did an album release show that had like a beer pong tournament and bands playing and live art. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I want to go to that show, except it's in Frederick. Rock in
2: the suburbs. Yeah. It's,
4: <laughs> hey, man, yeah. If, you, if you're there and you're putting out this great stuff. So the Sea Knuckle, it's, it's pop punk and the yeah. uh, the production values are really awesome like I would the guitar licks There's, mix there's is more great. than pop punk in there though. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. That,
2: there are. I, I heard as a Dismemberment Plan <laughs> fanboy, I have yeah. heard those rhythms of those little quirky, mm-hmm. not guitar solo riffs, but enough that like you, they dance. Yeah, the the boys can dance. Oh
4: man, yeah, they they just play some catchy, catchy shit. They do.
3: They, um, yeah, they play their house. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's was good. Was it a good turnout at that show? Yeah, it was. um with this band Tomato Dodgers, mm-hmm. um, from College Park, yep. and this band Shirt Pants from Virginia, who are really <laughs> great fucking, name, really really fucking good, and uh, Polyam. <laughs> wow, and, that's a really good lineup. Yeah, it was a good lineup. Um, yeah, it was good. It was like all these UMD kids coming out. Which was nice. Cool. Yeah.
4: yeah, I saw I saw Sea Knuckle at Velvet Lounge. Met them afterwards. They were really nice and uh, they were really appreciative. And yeah, this it's a great album. They put out an EP called Nailed It. I think they put that out in February. They put out their full-length album in, I think, May or so, called Get Over It. Both of which also, pay what you want downloads on Bandcamp. I dig that.
0: I love the free or pay what you Although want. Although the $5 stuff. is overtaking that. But
2: By, by the way, just yeah. because I'm a note research hound, yeah, I it. found this very fun. If you go to their Bandcamp page, things I love about a band is lurking at track listings and tags because it's the only time they have to be very self-aware. Yes. Their tags are Loud, mouth, rock, bizarro, dynamic, emotive, indie, indie, rock, pop, thrash, pop, Maryland.
0: <laughs> you know what's in every tag or every post we do? Cats. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what's the trackball? So
4: the song I picked is called Shake, Shake, Shake,
0: Uh, yeah. There you go. They dance. See knuckle They they definitely dance.
4: Yeah, good live band. Um, see them on a good sound system. Don't see them when they have, like, crappy sound and you can't hear the vocals and you can't hear what's... You
0: hear them with a good sound system. This, this was actually one of the more enjoyable picks because when I was like, you know, you pick whatever you, you want and yeah. you know, do it. And I, I sort of knew your taste. And I know how this, like, works into multiple layers of your taste. So I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like like this is this is the best of this. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Uh, so uh Bryce, what you got?
2: I am so so originally I didn't pick this because of border disputes. He this artist <laughs> is from Columbia, Maryland. Yes. Which is a nether zone between Baltimore and DC. It a is impossible only, to get to it is only Unless known as Merryweather. weather. Not from here. 30 minutes from here, any, anybody needs to go to show the Maryweather
0: Post. Stop here. I'll guide you. <laughs>
2: Done. Um, So this is a guy named Khan uh, who is a rapper out of Columbia, Maryland. He is a full-time uh, Mason. Yep. Um, I stumbled upon him thanks to, uh, a friend named Gia Tolentino who writes for Jezebel now, but she does a tiny bitch tape series and, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's great because every, awesome. every is like, has a random gif of like a mean girls or something like that. Yes. And that's the name of it. She, uh, she had this on and I heard it and it was one of those things where I immediately went, Oh my God, who is this? And I Googled him. And he had nothing. I mean, couldn't find anything on him. Found him on Twitter. And then just messaged him. was like, hi, I need to interview you. Uh, DM me. And I sent him uh, an email. It was like, hi, I'm I'm Bryce. Like, I'd love to hear some questions. Do you mind if I interview you? You said, sure. I sent him eight to ten questions of, like, varying to, like, who are you? To, like, you know, (laughs) to to your influences and all the real questions. And he wrote me back a 1,100-word no braked paragraph response <laughs> of the most insightful, <laughs> beautiful, emotional yeah. stuff yeah, about. We'll, this guy. we'll put a link in that. He yeah, put it I mean, it is. Link. It was one of those things that I read it and I just went. I went and I reread it again immediately. Um, and he he is a speed. He is technically one of the more gifted rappers I've ever heard. He is fast. I mean, he is twist a yeah. bone thugs fast. But his lyrics are. As, as gripping as anything you're going to hear. Um, what I find crazy is that he seems to be both dying to make it, but doing it in a really interesting, organic way. Did um, you say DIY? <laughs> no. Almost no, because he doesn't seem no. to be interested in touring that much. Um, it, it it's seems the actual DIY. But I mean, if you look... Um, uh, Daily dose, like a pretty large hip hop blog. Like everyone that seems to get on his bandwagon loves it and stays there. So I think it's only a matter of time until he really does. You and
0: Marcus told it about me, told me about it. And yeah. I was just like, and I heard it. I was like, I think I like emailed you. And I was like, what? Well, yeah, and,
2: and he'll just—he's put up a few. He has albums and mixtapes, but he'll literally just go on SoundCloud, rap over a beat, you know, and hmm. and kill it. He'll do the old Lil Wayne style where he'll just take all the popular beats and be like, "This is me doing it better. This is me doing it better." <laughs> um, so this song is called "Conceal the Outro," um, and it is—I think the first song, song title, first song I heard by him, and it. It, it's my thoughts upon the pace, so I can try to prove them wrong. Every
5: time I write a song, I reminisce about the pain that I'm oppressing in my brace. So why don't have to feel alone. And I've been living with depression. So I wonder how the shit really begins. i comfortable with the yep. thoughts and vision, and now it is. I've been working on this track for one minute. Still I feel like nothing that I do is good. Enough my insecurities to grieving this. So they were sleeping till the music and the funny when other people see your penance. I'm abuse and many appeal. And I'm in the way I failed to the point of my realities of all the singing. Really only thing I ever needed was a little piece of love, and I couldn't find that in people. So I was seeking and dressing. I wanted to be the brightness. Instead, I'm facing the truth, but the fact that the matter is That I'm losing it. What's the use? And I know I'm sending a repetitive, like a lust Of for living. I pray that I've been forgiven. I say it and take a picture for sins to get a the minute Critical to claim to explain it. It wasn't evident. A premonition of my early death. I make it prevalent. My level leveling confessing that if I was down and not, I can't tell my soul to be relevant. Gotta bend in around. let i fucking finally free. I'm ignoring all of my problems. I said I bury them deep. And I'm actually terrified. And my paranoia was terrifying Because I just realized I don't want to make it. 25, suicide, it's 25. A suicidal Psychopathic psychopath. A schizophrenic. Kind of goddess looking for your remedy Hoping that you remember me. The message I provided collided within the melody. A metamorphosis some religion, giving Read the resurrection of a savior coming out of Nazareth, where you can catch a laceration and a crucifixion, under what condition you make the decision, moving like a sin in my position, living at the bottom, wishing I was with it, couldn't tell the difference outside tired of giving, the false repentance, my faith in the book that was written by other people that probably wrote with agendas, so every word was intended for anyone who would follow attention, I got a testament, it's like the book of Mark in the spark in the revolution, my story your revelation amazing, i rap rather save it, debated everything in my mind while I was taking the mental picture, repacing so my train of thought is evasive and faded within my memories from a daily addiction, of always staying sedated and claiming I want to make it another, more than a Following, no apologies for it. I'm forcing my fucking happiness. Don't know what I believe in. I'm seizing and barely breathing. Was taking the positivity, the possibility that I'll be saying is like a fallacy. I got a way to go, and I'm showing you people gradually. I've I'm been imagining a better life, and then I contradict the consequences, feeling like a loser with no confidence. And I've been all alone. I'm trying to find the source end the piece. of suffocate the beat until the flow is thick. As soon as I lay that motherfucker to the tune and out the room. And if I'm being honest, I think I'm losing my passion. I'm passing on opportunities, giving into distractions, the problems that I've been having. It's all up piece of facade. It's quantity over quality, profit over the product. And shit, if it makes it, I don't know who gives a fuck if it's garbage. We're getting ready i playing in that, I'm making it a classic. And take a nigga, with talent is by the niggas. The it's hard to put them on the pedestal. He'll eventually catapult the perpetual force. And the act. it was so distracting, they forgot that motherfucker was never decent and rapping. The rivet is in the past, and there ain't nobody original. But niggas in the and never giving that credit. They that shit's pathetic. I a hypothetical ponderance. I put it on the paper for people I'm being honest with the bollocks and the novice. I'm murdering this accomplice with the notorious hindrance these habitual liars supplying a lot of ignorance it's all about an image so everyone's irresponsible and if you got a positive message then it's impossible to overcome the current plight of rap commanding obstacles a logical the future is looking brighter when money comes in the plate and the vision will get distorted because you were forcing the feeling by acting out of your character you lost your sense of pride is do that embarrass your bad and making it now while you coming up from the rubble refuse to be interrupting no need for an introduction my shit is really disgusting it's different and impeccable intelligent and not irrespectable you're susceptible to this lyrical giant a and acting the fire I'd rather do this alone so much my- Delicate, relegated with delegates, the given rigor supported within a deficit. Celebrated irreverence, television my decadence from youth and destitution. The resolutions are relevant. It's got it to the point where I can see that nothing's written. All is leaving me a and I'm embarrassed, I will get involved. A mental regression, for I have yet to evolve. Gotta find a spot to put my aggression before I'm gone. I pray up on my desire, cause I'm refusing to fake it. I'd rather phone the retires with my generation for media. I really give a leadership this shit is stepping any lives surrounded by fucking geniuses. And you gotta be kidding. The only thing I was meant to be the dopest motherfucker that people are probably never see. And if I never make it, then I'm fulfilling the prophecy. Everything that I write has been centered around my honesty.
2: Yep. Yes. it's just one of those people it's hard to say no to. I, 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 gotta,
0: I gotta, thank you for
2: introducing yep. me to that. Is that, that was, is that an acronym? So it's K dot, a dot, a dot, N dot, Which is terrible because there's also a slightly better known rapper apparently from a different city named Khan No Dots. Which is frustrating. Right. But he does a really good job of dropping Star Trek like Khan in a lot of samples. But I it appreciate. actually stand, stands for something. And, uh, it does and I'm blanking on it. Knowledge of no, the cat, not a facts based podcast. No. We're, we're, uh
0: Brandon. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, first of all, you will all go out and and f- seek him out. I mean, oh yeah, it's it, it's hard to find. So it's a mixtape on SoundCloud, but a lot of people want it portably. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find. We're gonna have a link in there. We had a link in there when we. I think we it's did. on
2: DatPiff right now.
0: DatPiff, which you said that to me. I'm like, y- sorry, y- that is a hip hop.
2: Like, s- is they say for hip hop mixtapes and other accoutrements of that really? genre. Really? Yeah. Not, one of, one of a few. One of you, I would say it's one of the more reputable like like when I got like Lil Wayne's new mixtape, I was like, oh, Dat Piff will have this and I can download it and no I'm not getting uh, a virus.
0: So so that's what it was. I, yeah. I I thought it was just some weird like Russian parrot saying, D A T We have
2: we have the rap for you. Yeah, it's not like it's not dot piff, it's like yo, I got dat piff. Like that's
0: Okay, you learn something new every day. Um Cool. So I guess it means it's my turn, right? And we're getting near the end. Yeah. Um, I think we all sort of want to talk about this band here. Uh, or and- gush about this band. <laughs> or gush about this band. We've gushed about this band uh, on the podcast a lot this year. Uh, I'm talking about the North Country, uh, headed up by one Andrew Grossman. Uh, and I swear to God, if I can ever invent a time machine, I'm going to go back to a previous incarnation of North country that I swear is at a dirty ghost show. And the guy was like, I'm in the North country. And, just, and then we talked and it was just like, awesome. And Andrew swears it wasn't him, but it might've been him.
2: So you wouldn't go back and kill baby Hitler. <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're not presidential material. So.
2: Yeah. I'm not <laughs> just want to, I just want to know about this guy from a band. Yeah. Um,
0: they put out an album early, uh, in the year. Uh, there's nothing to fear which actually is pretty fucking zeitgeisty of them. Uh, and, uh, they, they coupled that with, uh, artistic intentions to back it up with their live shows. They, uh, they, they tripled down on it by making an album that was just, uh, start to finish. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe it because like the first time I heard it, it was like, fuck these guys, the, the first track, uh, I was like, these guys like really love Arcade Fire, and that turned and that turned me off.
3: The religious imagery, imagery included.
0: Yeah, the religious. Yeah, yeah. And, and then as it and, and like, no offense, like, well, you know, Andrew, you can like <laughs> take it up with me later. Uh, You know, it's like we were making fun of them because we we're like, what, what is this? Like they really love Arcade Fire, but the more you listen to it, it, it seeps in and and gets, and you realize it was. Like, not this is one of the albums that we're going to be talking about at year end podcast. Not just one of the best albums DC, but one of the best albums, period. I,
2: I think that might be why it's so disoriented at first. It's so good and professional that it almost doesn't sound DC ish. Well, no, the professionalness uh, doesn't, doesn't, maybe not, but you know what I mean? I, I call it an accomplished album. Yeah. Like it, it's very, not ornate, but like it seems almost out of, Realm with the rest of the stuff we're talking well, about.
0: Well, it, no, it's actually exactly in the realm that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's purposeful. Agree. Okay. It's meaningful.
2: Thematically, yes. It,
0: yeah, it, it's meaningful. It's it's very direct. It's very uh it, it very. It doesn't apologize for the sounds that it appropriates at all. And uh, in doing so, it made a made a nice little uh, statement that uh, it's going to stick with me. I mean, Quentin's going to stick with you. Yeah,
3: yeah we will still on the way over here. Yeah, like. Yeah, definitely.
2: I think it's one of the, the the two part are never there. If you hear both parts of that, you hear that band and you're like, "Wow, I can't believe that band did both songs." Right. And I'm very impressed by both, and they're completely different styles and you know not genres, but like very different ilks.
3: And the lyric thematically, like lyrically, it 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 hit. I don't know. I I felt it mm-hmm. like it. it yeah. Um, everything from the Crossy Bear to the last song, which I really like. Um, I forget what it's called right now. Um,
2: that just come home?
3: No, it's um oh man, well, what, whatever it's <laughs> yeah. called, facts uh, based podcast we're um, not. I, I listen to on the way over here. Uh, but yeah, he it's like that. It's like the the
0: lyrics are like the final touch on it almost. It it so so we went to see them at uh, Babe City, which they are intricately involved with. Uh, and it was one of the best shows of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, saw them at DC Nine. Paul, who is on this podcast, and his brother, Converted. They were just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about it, except, like, you know, the, the first song that has heard is Crossroad Bear, but I, th- but I think, you know, when you're listening to this album, like, you can get into the depths of it. And for me, like, the actual peak comes uh, really late in the album It's lights in the sky so um, let's play that and we'll because we're gushing now we're just sort of like yeah. what, what do we say about this uh, this is the North country uh, lights in the sky off the there is nothing to fear Ooh. All right, so uh, Lights in the Sky, North Country. Uh, we, we were wordless. That album actually left me wordless. Uh, not to spoil anything, but uh, it is in my top five or six for the year. That's kind of spoiling it, actually. But um,
2: <laughs> I, as It could be five. It could You're be so six. Dick.
4: <laughs> <laughs> as a music video blogger, I would like to uh, suggest yep, everyone go watch the music video for The Cross We Bear. It's quite good. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Yeah. A lot of DC cameos.
0: But it, it, it is what is the core of this band. Is yeah. Like So one thing we didn't reveal before playing that song is that the, the band that played that right now does not exist. They're restructuring. Yes. They're pulling in uh, people from Brenda, Leia, who's been on this podcast. Yes. Uh, Nick who we have podcasted from his house. From that totally Maria, counts. Barbara. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and I think uh, Peter, is he in the band? Yeah. You know. So so we don't know what to expect. I'm actually sort of scared. Like tomorrow I'm going to see them opening for Kingsley Flood, and I'm just like, I, I know it'll be great. I said on the last podcast, uh, Andrew Grossman was one of the most electric Uh, performers I've seen since we started the site and uh, and I'll stand by that because I can take somebody to see what he's doing and people are like yeah
4: he's quite quite dynamic I guess I saw one of the last shows they ever did with their old lineup which was at the Loose Unplugged series at the American Art Museum um, and they had a grand piano and Andrew Grossman played the grand piano and that was kind of amazing yeah so
2: it's been an interesting series Who's yes. booking that?
4: Well, DC Music Download took it over from the city paper. Okay. So I knew they did the Denmate one. Yeah. And yeah, yeah they're doing them from now on, basically. So, sure.
0: yeah.
4: yeah. So, yeah, North Country, pretty amazing stuff. And do we have one more, Kevin?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So, that was all our picks. Um, we'll qualify that with the way we do every podcast. Like, yeah, don't listen to us, go out and explore. Like, you can go on bandcamp, type, type in Washington, DC, and you will find would you agree, Paul? A metric fuck ton of bands. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um that might meet your taste. This is just what we like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and in fact we we didn't get to mention stuff like uh Mary McLaughlin, Spirit House. Mm-hmm kind of Baltimore Mary McLaughlin yeah, but that's
4: okay yeah, yeah. Sarah Curtin <laughs> Sarah Curtin was very good stuff that was a good episode yeah
0: yeah, it was a great mm-hmm. album too mm-hmm. um, Brenda yeah. Record yeah, Brenda,
3: the Brenda Record mm-hmm. um, my my friends in Swings oh um, are, we yeah. just,
2: are we just going to start name dropping? yes because <laughs> I have a whole list um, that we
3: need to also <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so be because, here all night
0: because here's the thing is like as opposed to last year where we were like we were actually these are the things that stand out there's not an Anthony Perogue, There's not that, right? Well, North Country might be that, but uh, there's so much good shit, and it just it, like it keeps expanding, and it's fucking phenomenal,
3: right? And I think the big difference that I've seen in the past year is that bands are getting more attention. Not, I think, because they're more willing to say, "Fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna go do this shit." Yeah, um, like my like Swings example, they put out their they put out two albums this year. Uh, and they're like, fuck it, we're gonna do, we're gonna take a semester out of college and do a fifty day U.S. tour, and like, Jesus, you know, yeah, really? they just they just got back three days ago from playing <laughs> fifty days in a row, um, at night they're like twenty years old, like, 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 of course, they I are. don't even care if like if you, people don't like them or whatever, like that. Is an important act in, the, in and of itself that you do that shit. It's but, an absolutely important act. Like, um,
0: if you want to be a band, like if you don't – honestly, if you don't do that, stop.
3: Right. Like they want to be a band and they put out their record and they're like, all right, like we're going to support it and we're going to do 50 days. And that I, – I respect that a lot. Um, and I think that that is – people are shifting to do kind of shit like that and that's what – why people are taking more notice. Not because the music is necessarily better. It's because people are like, oh, we're gonna like actually put ourselves out there and give this a go. That's why we're gonna. That's why we're playing. DC bands so, are playing in Brooklyn more. That's so, like DC bands do, are doing so do you
0: mind? Is it a focus more outside of DC? Just being like, we can't just support it in here anymore. We have to. We actually have to get out. I, yeah, kind of like, like a
2: six state tour is. But, but great. it's also a workaround from the biggest. We I think we all recognize that DC is lacking in rehearsal space. And if you can't yeah. rehearse here, why not go? You know, makes money, quote unquote, on the road, and do the same. I mean, you're still getting that practice time. It's it's the you know ten thousand hours concept.
0: Yeah, no, the ten thousand hours is important. I, I would take issue with the rehearsal space. Like you can find it. Like I mean, if you if you feel a need to
2: pay oh, for it, oh, I agree. It, it's important. More than so, I don't think a lot of fans understand. House, like, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> you, you, you can you can find it. You know, people. It. But if you have to have that golden rehearsal space, like that, that's a myth. I mean, I'm sorry. Like make your shit. Like the people. So we mentioned Sylvanasso in this episode, but they made the first album in Nick's bedroom.
2: It's only two people, and it's a lot of electronics.
0: How many electronic bands do
2: we have here? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they <laughs> all need good live good drummers. To... Every electronic band needs a live drummer. Oh, I totally agree with that. It's the best way for me to pay attention to your set while you're doing stuff. Yeah. yeah Pleasure curses. A... Well, they move. They move... <laughs> I've said it before. I like their band, but like get a live drummer.
3: Well, they moved to LA, right?
4: I they moved don't. to the West Coast. Did they? Yes, they did.
2: Wow. There are drummers out there. <laughs> there are you. drummers here, too. I love you, Kevin Bailey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but, yeah. It, uh, the I don't know. There just seems to be, like, a lot of stuff. People just going for it. It's evidenced by what we played. Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's when it's impressive. We brought up like Brenda and there's big hush and there's baby Bri. right? We're doing a lot of bands who are musically taking themselves seriously, uh-huh. but being cu- not cute about it, but at least putting this interesting, quirky DC ish edge on things where like Brenda knows. That well, you're
0: a- what is the DC edge?
2: though? I, I call it the ugly Hollywood edge. Okay. It, I, people, <laughs> I'm sure people have heard DC is referred to as ugly Hollywood. Yep. We are, there is a star power here that is not based off looks. Or superficial <laughs> pretentiousness it is a intellectual nerdiness that i love yeah and so i think like brenda is a nerdy band in, yeah they in, are in, and that's really cool like a lot of these bands are embracing their quirkiness yeah which is very cool to say well which you, you have to do okay, go ahead. maybe
4: maybe some of that comes from the other ian <laughs> You know, I mean, everybody talks about Ian MacKay in DC and that guy is really serious. But the other Ian, Ian Savonius, he has a lot of style Mm -hmm. and Uh a lot of interesting things, you know, to say with all of his many projects currently with Jane and the Gang. And I feel like he's a bit of a spiritual leader for Baby Bri Bri and Brenda and bands like that. I
3: think so. I totally agree. And I think... Um, like he his, his one of his, those articles that one of his pieces from his book, his book that was circling around was how NPR killed, uh, college 11, rock. Yeah. Right. Um, and, um, Nick to who works in NPR was telling me that, um, like in the big book, like after they review all the stuff, they put all the books and CDs in the pile for people to take. And Ian phone book was there. Like he sent it to NPR like that, like rashness. <laughs> and like, that's like, kinda, that's like pretty funny. Like, um, I think, and I think that, um, I agree that that kind of whimsical yet intellectual like um, attitude is prevalent in a lot of bands. Brenda is an example, Baby Bryce is an example. Um, cool. I but I don't know, I don't see that in I I don't see that in bands like North Country or, I, I, yeah. or Louis and the, Weeks. And that um,
0: or the or one of the band we're going to talk about in a second. Or the band yep. we're
3: talking about in a second. Um I think those they have different like, influences and different forebearers. I mean... Um, look, especially look, the about song. Yeah, yeah. In I mean...
0: their grandfather did. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, look, look, we are a wonk town. I mean, this is, like, you all are all mm-hmm. fucking wonks. You're, you're fucking nerds. You wrote Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it is... Uh, and, and, like, nerds that accomplish shit. Like, mm-hmm. you don't come here unless you do shit. And so the fact that there could be even a music scene here, like, the the Discord... There was a, and I don't have to quote in front of me, but I'll, I might put it in the show notes. But talking about Two Inch Astronaut, who has an album coming out next year, and their new song is great, by the way, and it is. But how it's being written about already by NPR is just I like like, right, like a it, town that ignores, like no, this town doesn't ignore it. it fucking clings to like c- the worst, ping pong the worst music and that comes out of here clings to like, oh man, if we just play punk and we'll be good, and so, and it's the people that. That are are like North Country and the band we're going to talk about, and uh, and actually Two <laughs> Inch Astronauts. <laughs> um, you know, they they sort of clear the hurdle, yeah, and just be like, yeah, we can we can get all that, but you know what? That was the past. It's fun watching that band grow up. Two Inch Astronaut. It
3: is March fifth above the Bayou. Oh,
4: yeah,
2: snap!
0: I, I I'm going to as a test like ask for. Uh, Credentials. <laughs>
2: Wait, is, is that the uh, release party I'm gonna is there an album coming out sometime? <laughs> no, like that comes out in February.
0: Okay, yes. Um, so, yeah. so let's talk about the band we want to talk about right now. So, can we we've talked about a bunch of bands, yes. Uh, the one band we actually haven't talked about this year, well, we have talked about it and we've talked to uh, the guy behind it, uh, but we haven't actually talked about the album. Uh, talking about Beauty Pills, <laughs> describe things as they are, uh. Started off as a project that my friend PJ Sykes worked on. He was in the uh, Black Box Theater shooting it when they were recording it. In fact, if you get the album, you open it and there's a giant picture of the garage. That's my friend PJ's shot at the Artisphere. At the Artisphere.
2: RIP. R-I-P.
0: Ooh. Oh, that was yeah. oh, that was beautiful right there. <laughs> so uh, this, uh, I think, I think everybody knows the story essentially. Uh, mortal danger mortal danger again and uh it kept one chad clark from uh doing uh i think what he was sort of meant to be i mean
2: this this i mean the story here is that there's that anna song that really was his his one reach out before all the the medical problems and it became his little right anchor.
0: It was his anchor. It was on MySpace, I think, too, right? And it's it was, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it was on MySpace, and it was. It, it's an interesting. It's been interesting. So, uh, I'll get text from Chad, and in fact, I got a uh, Twitter DM from that I can't talk about. Uh, from, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, having talked with him and, and knowing him, like, you know, we we sat down here for like two hours and talked, and. He is one of the most humble people uh, that I've ever met, and one of the most self-aware, almost to a fault. But like he, that song literally was just a—he really thought nobody would like it. Partially because of the indoctrination of like the DC scene, and it was like, oh, you don't sound like Discord, you don't sound like this place, you don't sound like this.
3: Yeah, he put out a bunch of records on Discord.
0: Yeah, he, well, he is on Discord. Yeah, he put out a bunch of records. And he produced a bunch of records on Discord. Yeah, he produced uh, Emergency and Plan. I. Dismemberment Plan. Um, but he doesn't... Uh, it, it's it, it's an almost special, like... He, he still believes in, in the purity of all this.
2: And the album is the result. I mean, from the very beginning the first line in the album we're gonna hear is I want more life fucker which yeah. is like the most on tons of different ways such a beautiful way for him to put I think a lot of his feelings into one phrase and to hear that live too I mean he he believes it and it's very cool to hear
0: well, every single note of this is um again we're gushing about uh, <laughs> Whatever. that's so what we, we're here to do that's what right? we do um but uh that's probably why we didn't talk about it because i don't know how we could i I don't know how we could possibly review this i have my own personal connection to this album and 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 to let's hear drapetomania and then uh come back and talk about that first thing (laughs) All right, so I, I think we're done gushing. This is, this is actually a hard album for me to talk about because it is, uh, you go through the tracks and you go through, you know, the media story about his experience was uh, intentional. They, they put that out there. Uh, we've had, him and I basically had similar experiences. You can listen to that. It's dark, it's not comfortable, and and it is, I'm glad we talked about it, but that was well, that was specifically the reason we were going to talk. Um, and all that said, uh, this album has brought me and people I know so much joy as because in that darkness is in in just a irascible joy that explodes out of every
2: fucking song. I think it's one of those, you know, anytime, if you have a near death situation, you, you recognize the, the beauty of life kind of thing.
0: Right, but it, it's, yeah, no, I mean it is that, and it, and it is a,
2: uh, it's the pale blue dot theory of beauty.
0: Yeah, but I don't think you have to have had that to oh, experience no. that, and and that's the triumph I think of this, is that, he somehow translated that and all those feelings, that like I, him and I can like relate to,
2: and 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 it pervades songs that aren't even about that, like the song with him, uh, the five year old, ten year old. As the kid that grows, the one talking to the the small yeah. kid, hearing that you, you get to understand how he views the progression of life. Yes, which is a very cool thing to hear.
3: And like, also just the general like sound of the music. I I know eighteen year olds who love Beanie Pill. I know forty two year olds who love Beanie Pill. Right. Like,
4: mm-hmm. it's got a great mix of like weird <laughs> well, sounds and groove.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. It's a uh, uh, like you have you have this like remarkable band behind them just feeding. This vision and and it just all locked in, in in a way that I, I actually love their earlier records, but I don't think they really. This one just has so much weight.
2: I mean, it's funny. Even physically, Chad is a haunting <laughs> person to look at. I mean, he's yeah. just so intriguing, intriguing. <laughs> and like I mean, we we talked we uh, off mic that you follow him on twitter and facebook he is not such a dynamic human being that to to just even extract something out of him is very cool to examine
0: yeah like i didn't uh i didn't know him at all before any of this but i but i suspect that was the case before now it's just like amplified and it, it, it's it's a crazy thing because it'll feed into... And it's going to feed into the next album. And it's going to feed into the next album. And it's going to feed into the next album. The, Are they going to make them any more albums?
2: Yeah. Is that what's in your DM?
3: <laughs> Five more We're
2: albums. We're going to make so many more albums <laughs> as Chad slides into your DM.
0: Chad Clark is playing a Jedi in Star Wars.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that. <laughs>
0: uh, that would be amazing. Um, uh, no. I, I just don't... Like, can you hear this and not think he would? Like, can, like <laughs> well, can you listen to this and be like, yeah, well they just
4: they'll just stop after this. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's gonna happen for a long time. And I love that for for me personally and for you as well, like there's the whole world that gets to enjoy this album, but that it has this local tie for me for the artist right. sphere. Right. And like I worked in Roslyn when the Artisphere opened, I worked right up the street. I would go over to the Artisphere like all the time just to like get a coffee, chill out, use the free Wi-Fi. I was there when they were making the album. Um, I just popped in. I didn't really know what the heck was going on. Um, and and I myself personally had DJ gigs at the Artisphere. I saw a lot of great shows at the Artisphere. I was really frustrated at the how poor it was being run. And then as Beauty Pill finally was able to release this album, basically one of the last shows at the Artosphere before Arlington uh, dropped the axe and killed it. And that show not only was a brilliant show at the Artosphere where they recorded the music, which was another like haunting detail to be like, this is where they made it. And we're seeing them perform it in the exact same space, the Black Box Theater. But not only that, but that Chad, what he does is mixed music like he mixes albums for all their bands all the time right. and he wanted to give the audience the ability to mix the show themselves so they played it in the reverse round the audience was in the center of the of the stage and each of the five bandmates was in a circle facing and 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 so you could be, oh, I want to get more of the drums, so you go stand over by the drums. You, I want to get more of Chad, so you go stand over by Chad. And everybody was milling about it. and you could not physically look at the entire band at any time. They weren't all in the same field of view. So everybody was just wandering around, and it was a really cool way to see a show because you had to actually look at the other people that were seeing the show because you'd be looking this way, the other person be looking right at you, going yep. looking at somebody else. So it was a completely different way to see a live show and it was fantastic and not very many people got to see it. i mean they did it like 3 nights in a row but there were maybe like 35 40 people at each one of those shows yeah Boston's hard to get to yeah it is not there's a metro station I work right there in the abc 7 building
2: yeah. i get it i yeah. know
4: yeah and there was free parking i mean the, oh don't get me started about the artistry. don't get me started <laughs> But I got to see that show with you, Kevin, and that you was did. that was fantastic. And you got to meet PJ. Was, I did get to meet PJ, good. and I
0: got to meet Chad. And you got to meet Chad. Yeah, and, and it's uh, yeah, it, it's it's a remarkable thing. Uh, like I said, the we will we will definitely be talking about it on our uh, total year end, and hopefully a year from now we're talking about the next album. Hopefully, yeah, I know, I know I know he's working on stuff. You know, the big the big crime for me is uh, that. Uh, all these sites put out a list this year in like, November, like this, <laughs> yeah, in November or December 1st, or you know, they put it at the end. And it wasn't there were a few like uh, major crime is like paced, so uh, and this is more for the year end podcast, actually. Uh, you know, if you're gonna put Father John Misty over Kendrick Lamar, you <laughs> might be racist. <laughs> um. You need to save this for next week, man. Nah, maybe, <laughs> but uh, you know, you you might also be oblivious as to like the culture that you exist in, which is funny because Pace is like culture and like that's their tagline. But but almost nobody put this album on their best of list, and and it's it's to my mind shameful.
2: How many people do you think actually, at let's say, consequence of sound, have heard this album? Though all you think all of them have? I think
0: every single one of them. I don't know. I don't know either. In fact, I know every single one of them because I know the PR person that put it out, and it's a big PR company, mm-hmm. and and it went to every single one of those people. So all those motherfuckers, like your assholes, <laughs>
4: don't don't you think that the don't you think beauty pill is like more challenging? It might than be more challenging, than but is, John it, is it
0: really more challenging than, uh, I mean,
2: Deer Hunter? Yeah, but Deer Hunter has that challenging, cool, challenging. Like I, I understand why people left Beauty Pill off. If you didn't, if you didn't live in DC, if you don't know the whole story, they are a, they are great. But there's something that I think it's lost in the translation. If I like had just heard like African bar- barista through a PR email.
0: But th- but that's where I disagree because I I don't think there is. I think if you heard this album, period, if you hear it, you're like, you whole album." It. Yeah. Who you do, do you think's
2: listen to the whole album? Okay. <laughs> There's people like, I mean, we got we got Single Man over here. Yep. <laughs>
0: Love those two music so, videos. So stuff. are you talking about uh, this is this is a single uh based economy casualty without a doubt. No one listens to albums <laughs>
4: except for choking glasses. It's you and me. you, it's you and suck. me are the only you people You all listening. suck. <laughs>
3: um yeah i no i i think i think a lot of people these sites didn't listen to this album i think that that you're right i think a lot of people in dc did and i think and a lot of people who have heard this band before did and i think that's more kind of what matters it doesn't it doesn't help the band in the sense it doesn't catapult them to greater success but i know like 18 year old kids who fucking love this album right and if to me, that means more than fucking someone writing, giving it like a B plus on
0: Consequence of Sound. Um, oh, that, that that's the best endorsement, right? Like, like that, like <laughs> all all, all you want to see for any band is going in and like that one kid who's just fucking lost,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right? Or like all of us who are lost in
3: it. Yeah, like we, I don't know. I think that this is such a special record, and I could give a fuck if anyone who if someone at Consequence of Sound or Paste. Didn't write about it. That doesn't matter to me. You know but, what? But on. I acknowledge that it matters to other people, and in the grand scheme of like becoming a successful band where you make money, mm-hmm. it matters. Yeah. yeah. But I could give a fuck about that. I'm
2: gonna tell you but who stole their spot. Otrinova, their over, his overrated sophomore album. Stole, That's a damn shame. Stole that album's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> Actually, my argument with that is Otrinova the singer is letting down Otrinova the songwriter. It's a good. It's a decently well written album with a guy who can't sing. But mm. that that stole the artistic, kind of weird, kind of challenging song. Just like Bully should take Sleet or Kenny's spot, but they never will.
0: It Say that. But. Uh, <laughs> um,
2: I mean, I so, think, so, I, so, I think so. there's also like.
4: When you're coming up with like a best of list, there's something that like you know, oh this this really tickled me this year. I listened to it a bunch this year, and then after the year's over, you're not going to listen to it anymore, and it, it falls off. And I feel like Beauty Pill is an album that is, is not going to fall which,
0: off, which is going to be the focus of. Uh, it's actually not this, but our year end list mm-hmm. is like. What are you taking with you? Mm-hmm. Because that's ultimately what's important. It's not what, like, you you can fall into your scene. You can be like, I need to like this, and you like this. And I'm sorry everybody in this room, myself included, like, is guilty of that mm-hmm. like, and, and how you like stuff. But the reality is, like, there's things you are going to take with you as you move on.
2: We've all read The Things They Carried. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But but the year ends and you reflect and you're like, what do I take home? And this is one of the things that, like, like
2: I'm trying to it, think other DC bands that I want to do like that. Like Time is Fire is a band like that. I'm excited to see what they're going to do man? later. Like I'm going to bring, I'm going to take their EP and bring it with me nice. into, into 2016 and watch them. Mm.
0: But yeah, well. So, so on that note, like we'll, we'll, put, we'll put Beauty Pill to bed. If you haven't heard it and you're listening to this, I don't know who you are. Really <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> you've never been to Kevin. You just house. fast
2: forward to 12 minutes yeah, of a
0: yeah. podcast. Yeah, uh, but uh, if you haven't, uh, you, you buy it. But uh, what do we want to see for next year? All we saw this year in the DCC, and What do we want to see for next year? I want to see
3: more bands who have a desire to like be bands full time actually commit to doing that do you think that's important though or just make the good art um i think it's important because it will inspire others to make good art and okay um i think i think bands are already making the good art i think that's happening um there is clearly a flawed and fucked up way of how that art gets disseminated to the masses and how people how bands are become profitable but i think there are ways to play that game and still remain true to your artistic in- intention. Mm-hmm. Ill, um, does that, I think they have a very clear idea of what they're doing. Um, and don't make compromises based on money. At least that's my impression. I think yeah. you, you knowing them more intimately would probably agree. Um, yeah. ball. I want to see the
4: divide Between Northern Virginia and D.C. come down. I know it's a pipe dream, and it's not really going to happen. But I appreciate that the magnificent intentions people that are putting on the festival that's happening this coming weekend are trying to do that. And you know, I I live in Arlington. I love to see shows at IOTA. I love IOTA. I've been going to IOTA since 1997. I'm a little worried about IOTA. I think a lot of people are. I really, it's it's. I want to see Northern Virginia draw the talent of D.C. over there more. And mix it up instead of having this really sharp divide mm-hmm. between bands that you see at Iota and bands that you see at DC Nine, for example. Um, I want to see more of that mixing it up because I like that style. I like all the styles, and I don't think that I I, I see well, like, that in a ghetto. Well, and so I don't what like
0: you're saying that. is like Beauty pills should play a show at I
4: would, I'd love that. I don't think that's going to happen, amazing. but that, that would be
0: that'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> that,
4: there are a lot of bands that I would love to see play at Iota, and I'd love to see me- more venues come. I mean, there's so many venues popping up in DC constantly, and yet, I, and you know, there's probably good reasons about alcohol laws and whatever why we only have really, you know, Iota Galaxy Hut and the Birchmere, and Jam and Java, and Jam and. Uh, you know, God, God I'm they, not going all the way. They right. book
2: just... decently sometimes. There are <laughs> times where I'm like, "How would I get out to Vienna?"
4: <laughs> <laughs> metro, and then you take an Uber, and oh, geez, yeah, no. Um, at least you can metro to Iota. So that's what I want to see in
7: 2016. Cool. Nice.
2: Right. <sighs> There's so many. Right, so I'll go two things about the 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 Northern Virginia vibe, which I think I can go into DC as well. I am. Not disappointed, but I find it weird that our venues are so separated. Like, I've always thought someone that's not me should do a, a, like, I would love a box, like, subscription service that said, what if I paid $50 a month? So that, and that gave me a ticket to a Black Hat show, a 930 show, a DC9 show, a rock and roll show. Like, we haven't done a good job of being a fully fledged farm system of a community. We have, Um, I think it's really interesting. Like, there's obviously Babe City's proven that well organized publicity can work. I mean, Babe City took over Songbird. You, you
0: do understand capitalism, though, sir. <laughs> think of okay. We, so IMP is never coming off. Like I get, but
2: things. there are products like that already out there they right are. now. And I I would love to see. You're right. Maybe 9:30 wouldn't work it, but there are ways to you know. As I went to Hopscotch Festival and to see all of those smaller yeah. venues come together to say which actually partially put on by Candace from Blackhead. Exactly. Candace was down there and that's the kind of thing I think that DC is starting to get primed for where there are bands good enough to play for an entire weekend. There are small venues, Bohemian Caverns, the you know that kind of velvet lounge. I would My love, basement. Right, <laughs> I would love to see that. I mean, I think we're getting there with In It Together Fest, like that's kind yeah. of the house show venue yeah. version of that and so yeah, I would love to see a little more team play yeah. as opposed to label play or venue play.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that works. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: What um, about you, Kevin? I uh, I don't know. I you know we, we made uh, this is no secret, but we did not uh, initially when we started the site. We did not dive immediately into the local scene. Uh, for uh, a very specific reason, because we were like, we want to make sure we can uh, report properly. We learn how to do all this stuff, and 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 more than that, the, there's stuff to report on. Like I have, I'm a little older. I've, I've, I've played in scenes. Like I know how scenes go, and it just happens. You know, it's like you're in a band, or a band is here, and this is and this is popular, and then it just dies out. I think uh in 2016 i think more people should uh just make weird shit <laughs>
4: like dc weird like
0: like if, if you're if you're trying to make you know punk music in dc in 2016 like you're doing it wrong <laughs> like i mean you're and, and that's not saying you're what you're doing is is wrong. It's just like, uh, it's like the quote we, we we said earlier is like, you. That's gone. That's that's past. There's so many more vibrant, like stones to touch on. Like as we like go forward, you know, North Country is one of the, just a shining example of just some shit that was like. Yeah, they're very in touch with all of that. But what they did was unlike anything.
2: I'm going to drop Heavy Breathing, I think is one of the cooler, weirder, I think, I think creative right. bands and I, I like right. I I'm excited for them for 2016. I think they just released a single two yeah. week, two, two weeks ago I and just I, played the
4: video today on Hometown Sounds. It, it,
2: they are the kind of band where I'm like I'm so happy you're here. Oh, like, yeah. I'm just happy you're here yeah. in I, this mix. So so I think
0: I, I think what is I, I think what I want is actually bearing out. It's like we're abandoning this uh, this dependence on the past and thinking we have to do stuff this way, and then we're going forward. And I know people have said that's what's been going on. It hasn't been going on. But I think it finally is. Uh, you have Louie. You have Heavy Breathing. You have Chad. You have fucking North Country. You have uh, every band we talked about tonight. Uh we're not I, I don't think you'll see them in <laughs> any DC best of I really don't um, and uh, so as long as we keep doing that then uh, it, it will get interesting I I look forward most to see more shows at Quinn's house because more Th- shows Th- or uh, a show <laughs> <laughs> a, a show um, Bryce has been there yep <laughs> It's been great. You no, know, because because I failed in that. And, and it's because, uh, you know, having done this for a while, like, those are the shows that I actually enjoy most.
2: They are, I will say, I wanna, my favorite Above the bio story, and I think I've told you this, is that I watched a cool girl who must have gone to GW or Georgetown bring her first date polo-shirted boyfriend or date there, and he his mind got blown. <laughs> I watched his mind. He walked. I, I was. I had a really good view. I watched them walk in, and he kind of did the like, "What is this? What is a house show?"
0: Right. And <laughs> and to
2: watch. And he followed her because he was on a date, and she was pretty, and that's what you do when you're 19. But and so, and so that's actually it. And and to just watch him, through I kind of you know enjoyed for the the show to look at him and just see him go. Oh my God, this world exists. Like this so, is just so, an apartment. I, and like like we've all
3: had that moment, right? Where where at least you mm-hmm. know you're like you live your life and then you're like, oh, shit. Like, other people are living this way. This is, like, so much better and cooler. <laughs> so, like, so in
0: 2016, like this is what I want for DC, at least, is that if you're listening to this and you have a friend who doesn't know about any of this, take him to it. Like, turn him on to Paul's podcast. Like, listen, listen to this shit. Like, get... Like, just dig deep into this town. I mean, we... You know, we're... Uh, I, I've been here for... Eight years, you've been here for three years. Three, uh, you've been here. You born and know, raised, man. Born and raised. Hell yeah! It is. Uh, there's like there's like a live wire somewhere buried. Some of us are tapping into, it and some of us aren't. And uh, so you know, just do that. Dig past the bullshit.
2: Yeah, we're a secretly very fun town.
0: We're an amazing...
2: People leave here. People leave here because we're not fun, but we're secretly very fun.
0: No, we're amazing. I, <laughs> like... I
2: agree. I, just, I have a tattoo of it. <laughs> no.
0: yeah. yeah, this is... like I, I don't think... I, I'll be interested to see where you go, Quinn, after graduation and all that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Berlin? Mm. Hello? Oh, hey.
3: That's
0: a great uh, yeah, Maybe I'll so. stay here.
3: And Maybe. you can find my venue.
0: Like my basement? You can stay here. <laughs> I'll start there. As long as you play a drum solo every night. I can do that. All right. Uh, thank you guys for coming down. Uh, Woo, I hope nice we didn't us. bore you listeners as, as we gushed about our scene. But, uh, yeah, if you
2: if you are outside of D.C. listening to this, uh, come hang out. Come visit. We'll take you to a nice show. Yeah. Sure Any do. night of the week. Should we just start screaming people we missed? <laughs> Godlink! X-Hacks! Yeah. Yeah. Actually, XX was last year. But they're, XX was last year. Yeah, that was October. Well, was so X-X. XX still like Max there's still, will be an they're one of my favorite bands in DC. Yeah.
3: Um, XX, we talked about Big Hush.
0: If you want to go, Babe City, Witch Coast, Sea Life,
2: yeah, uh, uh, Young D-
4: Rapids. Babe yeah. City
2: has taken over this city.
4: Babe, Babe City. Really? Do, do they? Are they still doing shows at their own no, house anymore? anymore. No, yeah, they moved to Songbird. Yeah, and like. Uh, I don't think Songbird even has like a website yet. They just have Facebook events, and they're just throwing them at you.
2: Like, there are a lot of Facebook events. Yeah, <laughs> and I keep clicking interested
4: uh, in all of them.
2: Uh, uh, like Joe of Good. focus, Brand, of good focus. Brand. Work on your Facebook marketing game, gentlemen.
0: Yes, thank you for coming down. Really Thanks woo. for having us. That Thanks for you. doing it's a podcast, man. See you later. Happy twenty fifteen.
7: Kenobi!